Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, uh, oh, play that. I like that. Yeah, let that go a little bit. Why not? Where we've uh, kind of uh, started to appreciate more the humanity uh, in sports uh, and our, the relationship we have with athletes. There's a great video circulating right now as Donovan Mitchell uh, played his first game in Utah since you know, going to Cleveland. Yep. And there's a young uh, boy uh, whose name is Josh. I'm assuming Josh is no more than 10 years old. And uh, apparently uh, Josh is a big Utah Jazz fan, crafted a relationship with Donovan where every game for the last six years in Utah, this kid and his family, obviously, waited for Donovan Mitchell outside the arena. I guess going into the game, like when he arrived, you know, for uh, pregame warm-ups and all that stuff. And uh, last night, as you know, uh, Donovan Mitchell made his return to Utah. Did all right, scored 46 in the uh, game. They lost they uh, to Utah. And he got a big hand, too. And nice. uh, the kid was waiting for him. Nice. And there's this great uh, video of the kid like holding on, bear hugging him like it's his big brother or dad, and Donovan is so great with this kid that you should all uh, check it out and watch it. Donovan cool. Mitchell is a great dude, and it's a freaking yeah. shame that your organization didn't do more to bring him to where he wanted to go. Yes, I agree. I agree. He would have been such a star He'd been a in rock this city. Star here. A rock star in this city. And one other thing, he's a good dude. One other thing, talking about athletes, or at least in this case, a former athlete, Peyton Hillis is still in ICU. Peyton Hillis is the former running back, played for the Giants, who jumped into the ocean to save his kids his who were kids. drowning. His kids. Yes. Save their lives. Yep. And unfortunately, is still in the hospital from the injuries well, he suffered in doing so. He's, uh, he's in kidney failure, or was in kidney failure, and he was still coughing up sand mm. as of yesterday. So he is not out of the woods by a long shot, yet he's also uh, intubated and is not breathing on his own at all. Last update I saw... But saw his kids in distress. Yeah. I don't know all the details. In the ocean, ran in and somehow, some way, got both of his kids, his own kids, yep. out of the ocean to safety. But in doing so, I'm assuming swallowed a bunch of uh, ocean water, uh, whatever the case may be. Uh, but obviously, I say a prayer for him. And you know, it's an interesting story. I didn't realize that there was a year where. EA Sports, in conjunction, I think, with Fox, maybe not, though, uh, did a fan vote for who should be on the cover of Madden. And it came down to one of two guys. It was Michael Vick, and it was Peyton Hillis. And Hillis won. Hmm. And people thought it was like one of those, like, 
early American Idol type votes where people were doing it to San, mock it. Sanjari was his yeah, name? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Sanjaya. Sanjaya, yeah. sorry. So if you go back, Peyton Hillis is on the cover of uh, Madden Football. I remember Major League Baseball tried to do some kind of promotion called the Face of the Game promotion, and the same thing happened. There was a guy on the Oakland days named Eric Sogard, who's just a geeky-looking guy, glasses, the whole thing, and he won. And yeah. so Eric Sogard became the face of baseball. There you Not go. a knock on him, just people decided to You can't to leave it up to the people because <laughs> if we see something funny, we're going for That's it. That's right. But, yeah, so Peyton Hillis uh, was on the cover of Madden one year over Michael Vick. Mm. Uh, and I'm not sure if that's pre-issue you know, issue or post-issue, but uh, just an interesting story because the fans are like, yeah, we're putting that guy in. Yeah. That guy, he's never going to make a Pro Bowl. That's the guy we're putting in. But. He had one really good year with the Browns, but outside of that, was a was on the Giants for a couple years. Yeah. I remember that, but... Man, you just pray he's going to be okay. That's a real-life superhero right there. No doubt about it. Cindy is in Vernon, New Jersey. Cindy, what's up, babe? Oh, hey, Craig. How are you? Hi, Evan. Oh, uh, hi, Cindy. How are you? Oh, I'm just great. I'm, like, freaking out that I got through. My husband always gets to talk to you guys, and I'm such a hater. I'm always jealous. Okay. So I'm so pumped that I got to talk to you. Craig, I want to talk chickens. <laughs> That's how Giant, Giants have a play on game before days for talking chickens. I want to talk chickens. What do you want we me to tell you? Go we got to talk chickens for a minute. Well, I'm a fellow backyard chicken uh, expert myself. Nice. So, um, two things. One, I haven't bought an egg since September, and when I saw the price of eggs the other day, I almost had a heart attack. I yeah. was like, this is ridiculous, but it's so amazing. But you're, depending on the breed of your chickens, they won't lay every day. No, I know. They lay about every 28 hours or so. So why are you attacking Evan when it's just his breed, Because uh, little Evan, uh, the chicken, needs to get up with the program. The other chickens are going pretty much every day. We actually rotate. We get we get five and three, five and three, five and three, but we never get six. Hmm. No, you'll, yeah, it depends on the breed. Like, one of my Rhode Island Reds, I have two Rhode Island Reds, they lay every day. Right. And then I have two another, two other breeds, and they only lay two to three eggs a week. Oh, okay, all yeah. right. Well, I appreciate so, that. And how many total chickens do you have? Well, we had five, but a hawk ate one, so now What'd we have five. What'd she say? Five? Cut out, I couldn't hear. You cut out, but I appreciate you checking it. She said, I think she said that half-acre property is so only about five. Mm. Nice. Yeah, the only chickens we didn't raise well were the Polish hens. We uh, lost two Polish hens on the same day they died. Mm. Yeah, threw them right in the woods for the fox to get them. Here's uh, Zach and Wayne. Zach, what's going on, Cookie? Craig, Evan, thanks for taking the call, fellas. Yeah. Love the show. Thank you. Um, diehard Giant fan here. And Craig, I got to say, you know, I'm a little disappointed. Um, I thought you were the Pulse of the People poster boy. Yeah. Um, you, you say you don't hear the buzz. You know, maybe we're spending too much time talking about chickens and expensive eggs. Um, um, but I'm in the city today. I'm seeing giant gear galore. Um, I'm actually heading to Minnesota this weekend. I know I won't be a nice. at the Giant fan base. Yes, it's going to travel very well. Um, and my, a couple points here. Um, now, hold on a second. When are you uh, going out there? Uh, Saturday morning. Oh, nice. Saturday morning, coming back uh, Monday. So you're spending more time in Minnesota than you really have to? God bless you, man. Hey, God, well, I don't want to miss the other playoff games. So oh, I don't make sense. I get accordingly. that. Very good yep. point. Very but, good point. Uh, yeah. you know, as, as you guys alluded to, you know, based on what we've seen from these two teams all year, you know, should be a tight game, you know, close game, one possession game. Um, and I think the Giant fan has every right, you know, to feel confident going into this game 
Um, I think we outplayed him a few weeks back. A lot of missed opportunities on defense, a couple dropped interceptions, one overturned via replay. We had the pump block deep in our own territory. The right. Bellinger fumble was huge going in that took points off the board. And one thing that I don't think is being talked about, which is going to be a big, big uh, deal in this game, is the Giants are the healthier team. They're as healthy as they've been all year. McKinney just got interviewed about an hour ago, came out, confirmed that Dory Jackson is playing. And the Vikings are banged up on the O-line, particularly at center, at right tackle. Yep. We could see two, three, uh, three that's where, in there. That's why the big thing that could change this game is the Giants getting pressure on Kirk Cousins, especially if you take advantage of the Vikings' offensive line. And the Giants' pass rush, which is amazing, it was non-existent for the first half of the year. Right. It was like, where is it? Now, with a healthy Ajalari, assuming he's playing and he will, and Kayvon Thibodeau looking like the rookie who was drafted as high as he was, and Leonard Williams... They got a chance to really wreck this game. Wow, because the thing that we all know is that if you put pressure on Kirk Cousins, he's more than happy to throw the ball to you. Absolutely. No right. question. So I think the D-line's going to put their uh, stamp on this game. And then the one X factor, if I got to throw, uh, I know I'm very pro-giant over here, but Evan Neal. I mean, he had some trouble a few weeks back. He's going to see Darius Smith. He's going to see Daniel Hunter. Um, if Evan Neal could hold up, if we could get the run game going, I think Barkley only had 14 carries that first matchup. Yeah, I think, um, I think he, here, here's the rub, uh, just so it's not all Pollyanna in favor of the Giants, although I appreciate yep. what you're saying, Zach. And that is uh, Dalvin Cook. Uh, Dalvin Cook has the ability to tear your defense apart because you're not great against the run. And while their offense is built on, obviously, Justin Jefferson and uh, what's his name, the tight end they got from Detroit? T.J. Hawkinson. Hawkinson, yeah. right, thank you. Uh, and Thielen and all that. Uh, Dalvin Cook is and a guy that and, can make a difference. don't forget about Madison, Alexander Madison, who's had a bigger role the last couple of weeks. I know the Vikings' run game this year hasn't been their strength. I think they were 27th or 28th in the league in rushing yards. But it can be effective. I mean, and that's been one thing that's hurt the Giants that time. Yeah, the now, ability to stop the run. Zach, while you're there, if you have a chance Saturday night, Make sure you go to Manny's, okay? Uh, Manny's, I will do my best. Take my word for it. Might have some pregame nerves, but when it comes to food, I take your suggestion Yes, you want to go to Manny's Steakhouse in Minnesota. Manny's is uh, Morton stole the idea from Manny's and made it Morton's. Yeah, Manny's is the original Morton's. When's the last time you've been to Minnesota? Ooh. Ooh. I would have had to have been a Monday night game in like 2015 or 16. Uh, so you went to the old yeah. Metrodome. You haven't been to this new U.S. Bank Stadium. Um, Probably not. I want to say, when was the first year it opened? 2016, I think. There, maybe. Remember they Probably not. The, remember they played outdoors in the college stadium for a few I years? Never went to, I never went there. They should have. They no. Yeah, Minnesota gave up its home field advantage. Yes. Because Minnesotians don't give a rat's ass about the weather. Right. So all of a sudden you took people that are comfortable in that kind of condition. And, and they threw them indoors, the which Minnesota- I understand you want you to get more vents in the building that way. But you robbed yourself of an obvious advantage. Right, especially in a division with Green Bay and Chicago that didn't decide to build a roof and build a dome. And think about this. The Minnesota Vikings have a fine, proud history of getting to the Super Bowl and losing. And when they used to do that, they played outside. They have not been to a Super Bowl since they moved indoors. Well, and they should have been, but they choked should have been doesn't count, Remember Craig? that 15-1 Randall Cunningham year? I'm aware. Miss Kick, yes. Remember Andrew the uh, Brett Favre year? Yes. Boy, they had a couple chances to go right to a Super Bowl. But if I'm not mistaken, the Dirty Birds and the Falcons 
Uh, on the miss, right? Yeah. And what, was it Morton Anderson? Yes, who hadn't missed yeah. a kick all season long. Yeah, oopsie doopsie. And then, of but, course, they went down to uh, Florida and got uh, their asses handed to them by the Denver But may Broncos. I ask you a question in all seriousness? You can ask me anything you want. If the 15-1 Minnesota Vikings. 15-1 Minnesota Vikings. Does it come down to a Gary Anderson kick if they're playing outdoors as opposed to a dome? Well, I can't tell you the Vikings would have been there if they played outdoors. Oh, because of the way the team was built? Yeah. That's possible. Yeah. But you see what I'm saying, though? That There's an advantage yes. that you give away. Now, with yes. that said... It would have been much harder for the Atlanta Falcons yeah. to go into yeah. outdoor Minnesota and win a championship game. With that game, said, for sure. when you have a kicker that hasn't missed all season long, in Gary Anderson's case that season... Oh, I said more than And you Anderson, line right. up, yep. and you miss a kick to send you to the freaking Super Bowl. Yikes. Can you imagine? I shouldn't laugh, because who am I to laugh? What the hell's my franchise I mean, done? By the way, if you that Minnesota, I, you want to feel bad for him, but you don't, because we suck too. Exactly. Well, that's why. Finally, says a Jet fan, like a Giant fan, you can make the argument you've got two in the last fifteen. Uh, you could show some empathy for them, but you're not gonna. The Giants also suffered one of their worst postseason losses in the history of their franchise to the Vikings in '97, when they had a nine point lead with a minute and a half to go and lost on that onside kick and then game winning field goal at Giant Stadium. So, if you are so 1997, if you're over the age of 33, you remember it. Is that fair to say? 35. 35? Yeah. 35 and that under puts you in like fourth grade, right? If you're 35 and older, you're, you're, you now have you no think, empathy for You them. think back to 2000 where you kicked their ass in the NFC Championship game. That was great. That was a party. Right. That entire game is just one colossal, yes. we're going to the Super Bowl, Jim Fossil's a genius, great. Yep. But three years earlier, you choked on the field and lost the playoff game to these guys. Did Jim Fossil die? Why? Well, why he you, did, right? Yeah, why are you saying did that? Did I miss that? Yeah. I want to make sure I had that right. Yeah. No, he did. I just want to, I just, why are you bringing the show down? I'm not bringing the show down. I'm just asking if he's alive We're or not. We're talking about playoff games and playoff losses. Yeah, but I think Jim Fossil died. Yeah, he did die. But he why did you gotta, die. Why are you just, bringing that I up? I want to make sure I had that right. So every talk, every time we talk about someone who passed away, we need to reference, I, hey, I, by the way, they're I, dead? I wasn't 100% if he died or not. Yeah, he died uh, I vaguely remember him dying. Yeah. I love Jim Fossil. He was such a good guy, too. This June, he just passed away. Oh, was this, was this year? It was yeah. recent. We were I didn't know that. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, I feel so bad for the Fossil family. How come you guys didn't tell me that? That's a bad <laughs> oh, job sorry. by all of you. My, my apologies. Yeah, so you're okay. I accept June, the apology, June but 7th, in the future. 2021. I mean, so maybe I was on vacation. It's possible. Although June 7th, I wasn't on vacation. We were here working. I apologize. Jim Fossil was a good guy. I liked him a lot. And that was his first year. His first year coaching the Giants was 1997. Oh, wasn't the deal? He like, made the playoffs. I remember. I no, remember two, the story now. 2000 was the guarantee, if that's what you're thinking. No, about. I'm thinking about why he never got another job after. Did I bring that up? You did, because you're a bad guy. <laughs> I didn't bring that up. Yeah, you did. I was talking about now 1997. Now it's all coming back to me. Because Jim Fossil was a Super Bowl coach. You know, got to a Super Bowl. Was highly regarded. And then kind of like no one ever gave him another crack. So why didn't you get another job? You told me. What was the reason I, I gave I don't know. I'm not getting into it again. The I man's passed away. I'm not going to sully his reputation with your page six garbage. I didn't say a damn thing. Yeah, I you talked did. about him in I'm his looking, first look at year. Look at the sparkle in your eye right no, now. No, no, no. Like you're I'm, dying for me to bring it no, up. No, I'm, I'm not bringing it up. I'm sparkling because Jim yeah. Fossil, it just hit me. In his first year as Giant coach, yeah. made the playoffs right. with a quarterback that had never started a playoff game. So there's like parallels right. to this season. Now, hopefully, you guys don't blow a nine-point lead with a minute and a half to go. I wouldn't want that. No. Big Mac wouldn't want that. <laughs> Lugie wouldn't want that. You would actually get a laugh out of that, though. If the Giants lost? If, no, no. No, no. 
Not the Giants lost. The Vikings? The Giants blew a nine-point lead with a minute and a half to go. And lost. then one, oh, that kind of loss? Yeah. Why would I get enjoyment out of that? Because I saw what you did yesterday with Correa. What did I do with Correa? You're a bad guy. No, I'm not. I'm actually, uh, I, have, I have a lot of respect for the New York Giant organization. Craig. And I'm a New Yorker, and Craig. I want to see them uh, losing the Super Bowl. Craig. If the New York Giants lose a playoff game the way yeah. they lost in 97 or 02 with the okay. Niners, which is more memorable, I the think. The 91, yeah. But about, both are all a, time, all time lost. How about we call pass interference? Did someone uh, throw a flag, please? How about you? Thank basketball? you. Mr. Junkin, can somebody throw a damn flag on the field how about you don't when the guy's blow. molested? Boy, they can't catch the ball. How about you don't blow an 80-point lead? But anyhow. Also very fair. If they lose a game yeah. like 97 to the Vikings or yeah. 02 to the Niners, yeah. I know you. Yeah. I'm going to be the good cop. You're going to be the bad cop. No. You're going to come on the radio and say, hey, Giant fans, oh, nine point lead. Oh, That'd be a tough You guys one. okay? Was that tough? Are you feeling good? I know you. You're a bad guy. The so Giant fans, yeah. I want you to know. I'm rooting for the Giants. I'll be your security blanket. Okay? You said the Minnesota Vikings are going to beat them. I think I the did. Giants might win the game. Wait, they might win the game? I'll give you a thought on it on Friday. I'm holding out. You're holding out. But I would never, ever mock that type of debilitating loss. You wouldn't? No, I would. When the Mets lost to the Padres, you mocked them. When the Mets lost to the Padres. When the Nets lost to the Bucks in Game 7, yeah. you mocked them. Well, that's personal. Even the Islanders losing. I didn't mock them. Ta- you, you mock everybody that loses. No, I don't. Except the Knicks. You won't mock them. No, because the Knicks are the best franchise we have. <laughs> yeah. I don't mock the next. But I'm telling you, Giant fans, I will I will stand up you're, for you. You're making a prediction. I will defend you. It's like uh, the minority report. You're making a prediction of what's going to happen. You don't even know what's going to happen yet. You can't predict the future. Yeah, I might be very sympathetic. If the New York Giants blow a nine-point lead in the last 90 seconds of an NFC championship game, or any playoff game for that matter, I I don't know what I'm going to do. Hey, Craig. I, I might be very upset. Hey, hey, Big Mac, do you think Craig I might be, take the day off. Do you think Craig would be sympathetic? Quick, yes or no? I doubt it. Oh, come on. <laughs> Don't I have a reputation for being sympathetic to losers? When? Huh? Give me one example of you being sympathetic. The Yankees? The Yankees? Pretty sympathetic to the Yankees being swept by the Astros, was I not? Were you? Mm. Wasn't I? Were you? I don't know. I know for a fact you weren't sympathetic after they lost the wild card game. That, that was more about Garrett Cole than it was the Yankees, to be honest. Well, not very sympathetic to Garrett I was Cole. not sympathetic to Garrett Cole because he makes $350 million, and I expected more from him in a one-game playoff. That's fair of me. And I represented the majority you of the fan base. You have shown no level of sympathy to any New York team losing a playoff game in the last my couple of years. My team has not been in the playoffs. in The, the last and time the Gi- one of my teams made the playoffs was the Knicks against Atlanta two Craig, years ago. Craig, Craig, the Giants aren't one of your teams, so no, they're it's qualifying not. everything I'm saying. But I that respect if, the Giants. Respect my ass. If they lose on Sunday in some yeah. kind of heartbreaking way, That'd be terrible. I just want to let terrible. you guys know I'm terrible. here for you. Terrible. He won't be here for you. That's all. If the Giants lost in a hard let, 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 let play it out. If the Giants lost on a 61-yard field goal again. Yes. As time expired. What would you that do? That would be a tough, tough look for the Giants, man. No? Yeah. How many times did you ask and beg Big Mac to play the clip over and over that again? That might be a <laughs> tough, tough day for Giant fans to have on the radio. But I would not be your huckleberry in that. I would be here as a shoulder to cry on and an empathetic figure towards your terrible, debilitating, embarrassing loss. Sure. That's that's me, though. That's why I'm beloved in this town. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right, because I'm here, regardless of my team being in it or not, I am here to listen, to respond, 
and to be a big brother to all. And to mock each and every one of you. I can't. Listen. Yesterday was a great example of what it. happened Carlos yesterday. Correa, well, because you, you guys are being int- all douchey. Oh. Yeah. And by the way, uh, can you uh, find me uh, you yesterday? Me? Yeah, you. What about me? Yeah, you lost your cool. You lost your mind yesterday. I did. Well, I yeah. never really had my mind, but yeah. You, I lo- was... you absolutely lost your effing mind yesterday. <laughs> Rightfully so. Without taking a single call, you talked yourself into a frenzy yesterday. I did. And started yelling like somebody stole your poodle. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Because there are Met fans that want the Wilpons back, which is yeah. ridiculous. We, we forgot where we came from. Yeah, I did, did scream. I did, did scream. Sound on the like air. an animalistic I'm driving sound. Home, I was like, "Oh my god!" He just talked himself into a frenzy. He's I, yelling. He's not even talking to anybody. I needed a cigarette after the show, but yeah. it's passion. Can you guys find that for me, please? It was at about six forty-ish. Yeah, it was early on on the bridge show. I How about it. that? Me and Craig were both listening. Thank you. Maybe six forty-two. Whatever. It was, it was about the Wilpon it stuff. It was in I the first say. segment, not the last segment. But he was did two short, segments, right? For his two level segments. of anger, he was rather calm, and then all of a sudden, there was an explosion. 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 Like, like guys ah. like you make me want to mock you. Right? Why, why is that? Because the Minnesota Twins uh, outspent you when you told me that the Mets would never be outspent for a guy they wanted. And that's not up for debate. That's factual. The, the, the Minnesota Twins got a guy you wanted, and all they did was spend an extra $43 million to get him. The not Mets are spending $100 million but, more on their payroll so than the New York Yankees. Right, so what exactly. About, so what about ism? Yeah, great. No, it's not what about ism. You just said they don't spend. They Deflectism. spend more than any other team in baseball. Def- no, 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 that's lot. not what I said. I, you guys sold a bill of goods that if the Mets wanted a player that another they franchise wanted. They didn't want the player, wanted, Craig. They didn't want the player. They would not. Yeah, they did. No, they made an offer. It. Yeah, but they, they offered changed. them $157 yeah, million. they changed their offer based yeah. On looking at his ankle. Hold on, but so that clearly shows you that they had a view of the player that was sure. far different than when they initially gave him an I, offer. I don't disagree with that part of it. But you can't say they didn't want him. They made him an offer they for $157 want, million. They didn't want him at that level anymore. Their opinion and view of him changed. Like that's what it came down to. would make him the like, highest paid man in history next to Lindor. Craig, did they want Jacob DeGrom? They did to a point. To a bingo. That's you can't say they the didn't want him. They no, made no. him an offer. They wanted him to a point, yes. just like they wanted Correa uh-huh. after they saw the plate in his ankle to uh-huh. a point. No, no, you can mock that. I'm just defending uh-huh. the other thing you said. That's... Uh-huh. It did sound like an animal. That's right. What the hell's going on? I go. I was worried about my boy because he's my boy now. Did you I... text him and say, "Are you okay?" No, I don't communicate with him. I just to myself, I was like, "That guy needs help." Uh-huh. I was like, well, I go, it wasn't like a caller said something that set him off. It was just him. It's such an eclectic he mix. He talked himself into a frenzy. It's an eclectic mix at our station because it's 640, Lugie's screaming in pain, and at 705, Keith is mocking every Met fan in the country. It's like, yeah. you can't have a better mix than and, that. And, and Lugie, uh, I hate saying Lugie. Lugie. Ugh. It's his name. Like, you, don't want that, you don't want that to be your nickname. You're, like, if you do have an on-air career at some point, I don't think you want to go through life as Lugie. I don't know. Maybe you do. I don't know. In any event, regardless of that, um, he talked himself into this ridiculous frenzy, right? Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. And then he's got a crutch, though. I picked up on one of your crutches. I, I know what it is. Because I, I listen to every show. What do you think I'm going to tell you your crutches? My crutch is that I say, 
Like I said before, nope. I said this again, again. Like I reference no, no, no. stuff I've said before. I hate that. I mean, about maybe my I show. didn't pick up on that. I'm I'm pretty sensitive to hearing crutches, as Evan will confirm. Oh yeah, yeah. And right. I think you should listen back to yourself to pick up on the stuff. Yeah, hundred percent. You should. The um, stage of your career, you should. For what absolutely. is uh, the other crutch? You uh, like to say we can't have good things. That's a big go-to for you. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yes. You, you say that's a big, big go-to. I can't have good things. I'm a Met fan. Met fans can't have good things. I saw one tweet where someone was like, I wish the Wilpons still own the Mets. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Hey, Big Mac, next time Craig asks Lugie to do something on air, play that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Hey, uh, Tommy, can you call the Mets up? Are you kidding me? No, I really want you to call the Mets up. How about the Aggies? Will you call the Aggies up? Are you up? kidding me? I'm so sorry, so sorry, so sorry. <laughs> can you call the Giants, see if we can get Daniel Jones on? Are you kidding me? Nope. Uh <laughs> God, I'm so into a frenzy. <laughs> and the best is a monologue. It wasn't even like he was reacting. He was reacting to himself. And by the way, Lugie, it was one guy I happened to retweet on Twitter. Like, most Med fans are not saying they want the Wilpons. It was one guy. One guy tweets it, ten people are thinking about it. That's how I look at things. It wasn't the only person thinking that. Fair enough. Fair it was enough. embarrassing, some of the takes from the Med fans. Are you kidding me? Yes, exactly. <laughs> what do you think of the WWE being sold to the Saudi government? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Yeah, I guess people don't like that. Is that the deal with that? I one? don't think it's going to happen. I was taken back by it. It's going to happen. Unless the Justice Department stopped it, it's going to happen. Why do you think so? Because they uh, have the money to buy it. Yeah, but I Why wonder... Why do Vince came back? He didn't come back not to sell it. He came back to sell the damn thing. But are they going to be able to get the TV deals? Uh, Live Golf couldn't get a DVD. Yeah, it's I don't know. golf. Who wants, no, to, I, wants I, to watch more golf I, on TV? I, I, I'm just skeptical. Yeah. Ooh, another tournament that nobody that I know is playing in? Yeah, <laughs> sign no, me they up. they got a lot of big names. No, not to me. Tiger's not playing. They don't have a single big name. Dude, that was some drama last night. After the drama of Correa, the drama on Twitter last night was Stephanie McMahon steps down. There's Whoa. no drama. No, it was. No in cares. the world of wrestling, which you should be involved in, mister, let me read a promo for the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns' return on well, Friday. Friday night. Get in line, Craig. Friday Get night. in line. Follow the rules and read that damn promo. Anyhow, all the wrestling fans were in a frenzy. Oh, my God. <sighs> did you see what the Iron Sheik tweeted last night? No, I, you know I didn't. <laughs> he said, here, now, and forever. And it's a picture of Iron Sheik on a throne. <laughs> You're so happy. No, I just thought it was funny. I'm not happy. It's Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Giants have a playoff game coming up in four days. Carlos Correa is a twin, and the New York Jets are now getting ready to make uh, Lamar Jackson a, or the Baltimore Ravens first, a big offer maybe to get Lamar Jackson here. Oh, well, what the hell does that mean? You just said three crossed. things together. The Fingers Ravens crossed. are making an offer? The no, Jets no, the are Jets making are making offer? the Ravens an offer. Oh, to trade yeah. for Lamar? Oh, yeah. What That's if, right. What if Lamar's ready to play on this He's weekend? not. He's not. Why not? He's not playing. He's definitely not playing? 100% out. I know Tyler Huntley is at least on schedule, so it looks like he would start over Anthony Brown. Which is Tyler Huntley's not playing either. That's not what John Harbaugh said. Well, John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh said, the coach of the Ravens, that Tyler Huntley is, quote, on schedule and practiced today, and it was a good practice. Yeah? yeah? Well, it's not what he said this morning, but all right. That's what he said four minutes ago. Oh, four minutes ago. I went to the bathroom. Well, we're and up to And then I got show. my glass noodles that have not uh, reheated up well for the fourth time today, but I'm going to eat them anyway. You went to the bathroom? Yeah. Well, I, was I was in the he- bathroom. I didn't see you. There's two bathrooms. You picked the opposite bathroom? Only because I was waiting for my noodles to heat up. Uh, Normally, I go to that bathroom. Would it be uncomfortable if we saw each other in the bathroom of a commercial break? We would have chatted. Why? We would not have chatted. I love chatting but in the bathroom. Why? It's weird. Why not? You don't talk in a bathroom to the men. You can sometimes. Not maybe not if you're side by side doing the same exact thing. But you, if you're uh, later in the process uh, than I am, and you're no. washing your hands. I'll talk to you. No, I well, just so for the record, it's nothing personal. I don't talk to people in the bathroom. Why? Especially number two. Number one, you might get the. I'll give you the uh, head bob and the hey. Yeah. But you're not. We're not having a conversation. It was weird because while I was in the bathroom, Alexa is so far behind. Yeah. I was listening to Loogie scream over and over again. <laughs> What? What? See? What? 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 Are you what? kidding me? What the hell was that? <laughs> Tony, he lost his mind last night. He lost it again I, with the I gotta watch? be honest. It was good radio. I enjoyed yeah. listening to it. No offense, Big Mac. Don't be that guy. How come you never say I do good radio? Yeah. See? <laughs> uh, when's your next bridge show? I'll Tonight? Sure. Tonight, I, I think. All right, I'll listen to it. Sure you will. Clearly, I listened to his last night. What? Why would not? Are you going to have a mental breakdown like Lugie does? Apparently, really that's good radio. I'll work on it. Yeah. I'll work mental on my mental breakdowns. breakdowns are always good radio. <laughs> there you go. They are. It's always fascinating radio. And mental health is a real problem. It's okay not to be okay, but get help if you need it. That guy needed some help last night, and Keith <laughs> McPherson didn't help him out because when he left and Keith came in, your guy's friend, uh, Vincent Von Vincent, Triple V, started the Keith McPherson show off. By playing a song called F the Mess. Oh, that's legendary. Yeah. I think Summers started that. That's an he? old Steve Summers that's bit. That's a Steve Summers bit. I never heard it before. No, no, well, because you don't listen to your own radio station. Steve Summers, and it's gotta, hilarious. Gotta give me a reason to listen. Beeps out the meat part of Meet the Mets. Yeah. So F it sounds Mets. as if they're singing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Here's uh, <laughs> Steve in Melville. Stevie, what's going on, kiddo? What's going on, guys? All good. Thanks for taking the call. Yeah. So, all right, now hear me out before you guys maybe dismiss it. Don't get me wrong. Correa is a good baseball player, but he's never hit 300, never hit 30 home runs, or never hit 100 RBIs in the season. I feel like they're better off waiting for Machado next year because he's expected to opt out. And um, who knows? He could maybe convince a Soto to come in after the Well, how about, how about this idea? Because this is the one thing I would, I would <coughs> have the uh, twins out bid you. <laughs> okay, stop. The New York Mets have the top third base prospect and all of baseball on their team. Batty. So instead of 
And look, Manny Machado's a free agent. I get it. Maybe a year from now I'm singing a different tune. But instead of fantasizing about a third baseman, how about we see if the top third base prospect in baseball is any good? I'll do you one better. How about your two top prospects pan out, and then you've got a homegrown first base and a homegrown catcher and a homegrown third baseman? Well, yeah. How about building a team that way? That'd be pretty cool. Well, that's Craig. Until the Correa. That's not about knocking it. That'd be really cool. Well, that's what they're doing, though, Craig. Until the Correa thing popped up out of nowhere on December 21st, the Mets clearly had a strategy which was we're going to sign pitchers to big-money short-term deals, which is what they've done with Scherzer and Verlander, and they tried to do with DeGrom, and we're trying to buy ourselves time to develop a Francisco Alvarez, a Brett Beatty, and then obviously keep Brandon Nemo. He's a homegrown guy. The Correa thing came out of nowhere. It's part of why I never thought they were going after him. I was surprised yeah. when I heard they were making him a 12-year, 315 deal. So, and yeah, you're Dave, right. No, no, you're right about Machado being available. Like, obviously you're right. I just don't think we need to fantasize about it. Yeah, that's and all. And that saves a lot of money for Otani too. It, well, that's the guy. That's yeah, the, uh, uh, yeah, you have to. You know, <laughs> you guys have to slow your roll on Otani for a minute. Well, I'm not saying they're, they're not going to make an offer. Of course, I, go I, expect, I expect they will. So then, what is who's but saying anything? There's different? like you guys have this strange like twinkle in your eye, like. You've heard like it, like there's no doubt you're getting him. I think that the Met fan believes, and correct me if I'm wrong here, because I'm one of them. Yeah, that the New York Mets will present Shohei Otani with the highest bid. I mean, you didn't I present that. Correa with the highest Carlos bid. Correa, now you're getting Otani Carlos with the Correa highest bid. Carlos Correa had an MRI yeah. that revealed a plate in his ankle, which caused the Mets to cut the offer in half. Still made you can't offer. relate that to every. They also gave a 40 year old Cy Young winner 43 million dollars a year. Here's what I know because they chose to. Here's what I know. Cannot be disputed, and I'm being very particular here on purpose, obviously. Mm-hmm. The New York Mets let their best homegrown pitcher since Tom Seaver walk out the door over years and money. Dude, you're picking something I'm pissed and at. What do you want me to tell you? I'm they didn't you. want him back. I know, they just, wanted a shorter-term deal yeah, with Verlander. I'm with you. I disagree with it. I have to move on. I can't argue about it every day. I'm not I'm not trying to make you feel bad. because well, I know. Are, I know you, you keep bringing it up. Yeah, I know you agree with me. She's gone. Yeah. She's not coming back. She's gone. Yeah. There's nothing we can do. <laughs> yeah, every five days, you yeah. feel the need to bring it up. What do you want me to say, bro? All, all I'm saying. I'm upset. It's yes. over, though. I can't go back. It's you okay. want me to cry? I mean, if you want to cry, cry. I'm, I'm not going to stop you from crying, obviously. I mean, jeez. It's all good. You keep bringing it up. Just remember what's happened here in the last six months. I mean, that has to count for something. So I know you guys are all giddy. We're getting Otani. We're getting Otani. Maybe you will. Certainly, you can afford him, whatever the price tag is. But you have made financial decisions not to bring guys Yes, back. I agree. And not because of Otani. No, no. They've made decisions yeah. based on health. Yeah. And while I disagree with some of those decisions, they wanted DeGrom and they wanted Correa at their price. Where I disagree with you is unless something comes out about Otani right. or he gets hurt this year. Fair enough. I think they're going to be the team. And it may turn out to be the worst contract ever, by the way. Possibly. They, in my opinion, are going to present Otani with the biggest contract well, out there. Ohtani, but here's the caveat. Yes. Uh-huh. Let me just say this real quick. Yeah, yeah. He may not want to come here. I can't predict that. He may want to stay on the West Coast. I respect that, by sure. the way. I mean, you may want to go to the Dodgers, not too far away from where he's at now. Yeah. So I'm not predicting Otani's a Met. What I'm predicting to you and I'm on record as saying it, is that the Mets will present him with the biggest offer. I, mean, I, to, I don't want to spend too much time on Otani because it's not relevant I right now in the moment. But, from now. but I will ask you one question. Yeah. Isn't it more likely that the Angels trade him, whether or not that's the team he then resigns with or not, so they get something for him? It depends how the Angels are playing. If they do what they did last year, they ended up losing 89 games, I think there's a really good chance before August 1st they make a deal. 
And the Mets could be involved in that. Ask sure. the Yankees. Ask sure. anybody. Right. If they're in a pennant race, yeah. I do not think they'll trade them. No, that makes sense. So really it's going to come down to, do you think the Angels are any good? They've made some moves this offseason. They've tried to get better. They've made win-now moves, improving the rotation of a guy like Tyler Anderson. But that's really what it comes down to. They're not trading him now, so everybody can get that out their mouth. If they suck, will they trade him? Yeah, it's very possible. Yeah. Are you going to be upset if the Mets bring Trevor Bauer in or no? They will not bring Trevor Bauer in. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) You can't just say that. And not let anyone respond to that. I was teasing. The man I was just accused teasing. of some heinous, heinous yes, things. Yes, I was, uh, I was teasing. Okay. By the way, what a Don, tease. Donnie's in South playing from New Jersey. Donnie, what's cooking? Hey, how you doing, Craig? How you uh, doing? doing great. What's up so, with you, baby? Yeah, I, li- I listen. A little, uh, little upset here. A little upset. Uh-huh. You, um, uh, you uh, Craig Horatio Carton, yes. have worked with Boomer for 10 years. Yes. And... Whenever the playoffs came around, what is his phrase for his uh, team? The other team gets paid too. Don't touch the money. Don't touch the money. That's the, the other one. Yeah, you're right. The last caller, you not only allowed this guy to touch the money, he hugged it, he rubbed it, he fostered yeah. it. He put the doomsday on well, it for Sunday. Just out of curiosity, why, why do I care if the guy touches the money? I'm not a Giants fan, and I'm not the guy. Right? Well, you're talking up my first playoffs in years, bop, 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 yeah. this and that. I'm like, oh, yeah, Craig's on our side. What? Yeah. I think the New York Giants oh. have a very good chance of winning the game, but I don't. I wouldn't call that quote-unquote touches no, the money. No, 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 no. Let me correct our last caller. A caller to our radio station, whether it's with our show or any other show, can touch the money all day long. We can only control what we do. I've gone on record as saying it's just a prediction. I hope I'm wrong. I think the Vikings are going to win. Craig doesn't have the balls yet to make a prediction. He's dancing around it like he's ballerina-ing over here. And he's like, I think they have a chance. That's what you're doing. And I respect that, by the way. So I'm not touching money. You're not touching money. Are there giant fans touching the money? Yeah, there's millions of giant fans. I do agree. Rightfully so. I do agree most of them right now. I get the sense, Craig, think they're going to win. I get that sense. Am I wrong? I mean, that, that's typical for most fans in the playoffs. You think your team's going to win, especially when you're going up against a team that you only lost by a 61-yard field goal on the last play of the game four weeks while ago. While turning the ball over more, right. while committing more penalties, yeah. while making the mistakes that generally lose you a game, they still could have won that game yeah. on the road and lost on a 61-yard field goal. That's a part of why I think right now the Giant fan listening to our show, the Giant fan in New York, I think overwhelmingly they expect to win this game. Look, Minnesota doesn't scare you, but Justin Jefferson does. Sure. What did the guy have the last time they played? 12 for a buck 80, something like that, whatever it was. Now, right? here's the deal on Adoree Jackson. Right? He just said this. This is minutes ago. Who's this? Adoree Jackson. He said it. Adoree Jackson was asked, are you playing? Which All is right. a huge deal. Now, before you say that, Xavier McKinney said he's very, very confident that Adoree plays. Go. Yes. Adoree Jackson said, I'm not sure. He needs to pass <laughs> tests for coaches. Make sure there are no setbacks and to see if he can make it through a full game. So Adoree's kind of playing the I don't know card. McKinney's playing the he's going to play card. Yeah, now, normally, uh, on a normal week at least, Wednesday's the day they put the game plan in, you practice. Tomorrow's a practice. Friday's a walkthrough. Saturday you travel. And then obviously you play on Sunday. Uh, So I guess he has one more shot to prove to the coaches that he can even make it through a full practice. And here's the other problem, though, Craig. Let's say he does play. Yeah. Okay, which I think he will if I had to guess right now. He hasn't played since the Detroit game. It's been a month and a half. 
So yeah. you got What's a question. And he's on a pitch count, all that stuff. Yeah, you got a question. All right, well, what is, who is he? What is he in this yeah. game? By the way, congratulations to Dexter Lawrence. He is the only New York Giant that's named to the uh, inaugural uh, all-pro team on defense. Well, do you know what that list is, by the way? Uh, let me just real quick. Justin Hardy's the only Jet he made as a special teamer. Now, what was your question? You just said something. Do you know, even yeah. know what you said? I said the inaugural uh, first team all pro list. Yeah, what is that? There's always been an all pro list, but what is this? This is the inaugural all pro list that got announced today. So it, what it is is yes. the players have decided they, they want to have their all pro list. Yes. They don't like the other all pro list. So they're like, yeah, they don't know what players we know. Right. So this is the first ever players all pro first team. Correct. Now. So he, they voted on it. So if you're mad about this, like if you're you a blame the fan, players. pissed off that Sauce Gardner isn't there, you got to be mad <laughs> at the players. So the NFLPA released it position by position. Uh, I guess they're also going to be uh, releasing a top five list in the, in the next couple of weeks during the playoffs as well. So how about this? For the player-voted all-pro list, mm-hmm. there is not a single Buffalo Bill on the list. Right. That's just interesting, right? The here's I'll just give it to you real fast, guys, that you will know. Do you know? Do, have you seen the list? Yeah, so, sorry, I'll be cheating. All right. Uh, quarterback. I, mean, I, I didn't memorize it, but Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback. The running back, I think, was Josh Jacobs, right? Yeah, he had a great year yeah, for yeah. Vegas. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is the running back. The two wide receivers. Justin Jefferson and, and Devontae you, Adams. That is correct. You got J.J. So, and Devontae on. Adams. I just want to get this straight. So far, we've already named two Las Vegas Raiders. Right off the top. And they're not in the playoffs. <laughs> that is correct. Who is your tight end? Pretty obvious. Travis one. Kelsey. Yes, Travis Kelsey. I'm not going to do the offensive line because who cares, right? Uh, defense. Uh, you want to take a guess at edge rusher? Uh, those Nick, are usually household Nick names. Bosa. Nick Bosa and... Miles Garrett. That is correct, sir. Uh, the uh, and that's it. I've got. Listen, that's really. Well, no, Dexter at. Lawrence made it at the nose. Dexter Lawrence made it at nose tackle. Yep. Uh, and here's what's interesting about it: Micah Parsons not on the team. Yeah. You know what it shows you? He's pissed too. You know what it shows you? It doesn't matter if it's the players making the list, the media making the list, coaches making the list, Craig Carton making the list, me yeah. making the list. We're always going to have issues with everybody's list. Right. I can't believe I didn't make it. Now, Mike, to be fair, is pissed that he didn't make it, but did say congrats to my uh, fellow you know, players who did make it. Yeah. But this is yet, listen, this is your list. You guys voted on it. Now, I've been in a locker room where guys voted for Pro Bowl. When I uh, covered the Cleveland Browns for a short period of time, I was in the locker room while they voted. And if you uh, if you want to see a fixed vote, Evan, mm-hmm. the way that this is way back in the day, I reckon this is an old thing, but the way the Cleveland Browns voted, uh, the basically all the guys are in the locker room, and there's like a team spokesman, one of the players comes out and goes, "All right, guys, who are we voting for for running back?" And then a guy will go, "Yo, I want my boy blank." Yeah, that's to not get fair. <laughs> and then and then you make trades. Right. I uh, listen. I'm gonna put your guy in. But I got to get my college teammate a tight end in. Yeah. And that's how they voted. <laughs> that on sounds it. like a real fair process. Because if I remember correctly, you weren't allowed to vote for anybody on your team. Right. You'd only vote for players on other teams. Right. That way it's more equitable. But it was like, yo, I went to school with the tight end on the, uh, the Bengals. Make sure you put him in. And this is the first year where we don't actually have a Pro Bowl. We've got all these weird competitions. Did yeah, you which see is, the list? well. Which is going to be interesting. I mean, I thought when you saw dodgeball, you would go crazy. Like this I is the love greatest dodgeball. thing ever. Dodgeball is one of the great sports <laughs> in American history. Dodgeball between NFL players.
I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be awesome, right? Uh, I will say this. Uh, it's going to be interesting if they pick Las Vegas to be the site of the AFC Championship game because that's also the site, if I'm not mistaken, of this Fugazi Pro Bowl, right? Right. So that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? But would they pick Las Vegas as the site? Well, I mean, I don't know. They shouldn't. I mean, I know you want... Listen, if you told me it's at Lambeau Field, I'm good. If you want to go to Cleveland, I'm good. Give those people did something you, good. By the way, did you see these competitions? There's a thing called lightning round. All right, just hear me out on this. Each conference will select 16 players to compete in a three-part elimination challenge that will leave one player left to earn three points for their conference. In the first event called Lightning Round Splash Catch, teammates pairings from each conference will toss water balloons back and forth from increasing distances. I'm not making this up. Each tandem then completes all their tosses advances in the second phase as they're tossing these water balloons. In part two, lightning round high stakes, advancing Ooh. players will attempt to catch punts from a jugs machine to earn a place representing their conference in the final round called Thrill of the Spill. The remaining players from each conference will aim at targets attached to a bucket hanging above the head of an opposing conference's coach. Nice. The first the first team to dump the bucket on the opposing coach wins and earns oh. three points for the conference. Can I please uh, request what? that Bill Belichick be that guy standing <laughs> under the bucket? How great would that be? Right? What the hell is happening? That'd be awesome. They got something called best catch. They got precision bassing. They've got longest drive in which four players will challenge to drive a golf ball the furthest distance. See, why do I want to see that? That, I agree, is stupid. The water balloon thing and then the dunking of the coaches? I like the epic dodgeball. Yes. I like that whole lightning round thing you just talked about with the bucket at the end. Uh, I th- I like the uh, best catch thing. So the best catch thing is like the slam dunk contest. You have to two players from each conference compete, showing off their creativity and talent. That's like an Odell Beckham thing. Yeah, they try to make crazy highlight reel catches. Right. Like, it's like the dunk contest. Yeah, and then uh, the other one I like is the precision passing one. Yeah, where it's a one minute accuracy competition. That'd be fun. <laughs> too. That's like the old quarterback challenge. As dopey as this all is, it's actually kind of cool. Well, I mean, uh, hopefully it's you know presented well. Right? It's better like than the sloppy. Pro Bowl, no matter what it is. Yeah, I, I don't mind if they just played a flag football game. I'd probably, that, okay that would probably that. be good, too. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't hate that. I thought they were doing that. Yeah. I think they're doing that, too. I, I think, think they're doing is, that on on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. I right? think that's actually replacing the Pro Bowl. This is just some of like the, the fun competitions. This is like the NBA Saturday night. Yeah. 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 And by the way, it's not bad. It'll actually get a rating. People will watch it. Yeah, they are uh, they are playing a flag football game as well. But the NFL is so powerful. If you had a flatulence competition between Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, it'd a get a fifteen flatulence share. Did competition. Did you say flatulence? Yeah, no one says the word flatulence I just anymore. Are you like a ninety-three-year-old librarian? I was trying to be, you know. Uh, I think he said flatulence. No, nah, he said flatulence. Flatulence. Just say farting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was trying to be classy, Craig. I mean, uh, if you want to dirty it up, that's up to you. Well, that's what the NFL would call it, right? They'd call it the flatulence yeah, don't competition. Don't you think they would? I give him a, uh, I think he's right. Craig, if they had a flatulence contest between two quarterbacks, yeah. Yeah. 20 share. Like, who are we kidding? I mean, it's the NFL. You're right. That's what I'm saying. The NFL farts people watch. Well, that was the greatest fart I've ever heard on TV. <laughs> that was better than the uh, the uh, the Filsom's fart against Jim Nance in the booth five Can you years imagine ago? Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp arguing about that was the greatest fart in the history of farts? 877-337-6666. I'll still take Phil's. The New York Giants have <laughs> a playoff game on Sunday. Giant fans, let's go. This is not something that happens all the time. 
Let's get going here. Your thoughts as we get ready for a winnable game, which would then send you most likely to the city of brotherly love. Dun dun dun. Dun 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 and remember this if you go to Philadelphia you damn near beat them with Davis Webb. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.